Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Junior I Ministry Podcast from Mariner's Church. I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy. And we're happy that you're here checking out the podcast with us as we wrap up week three of the Stressed Out series. That's right. And, you know, another amazing weekend in junior high. Um, and I just love, I love digging into some of this, the tough stuff together as we just, as we talk about stress and worry and, and just the things that I think that we all talk, that we all experience, but we don't always all talk about together. So yeah. I love that we got to do that. Yeah. You know, it was Olympics weekend, so we did some gross Olympic stuff. Mm, mm, I like right. the Olympics. Go Team USA. And this week, we talked about how God knows your future so you can trust him. And I think that a lot of times for a lot of students, even for some adults, if we're honest, uh, we think that, well, I, things happen just on accident. Like, you know, how much can you really control? Like, you know, the, you know, the, you know it just all kind of just happens the way it happens, and, you know, it is whatever. But God actually knows. He cares. And we can trust that he has our best interest at heart because of it. Absolutely, yeah. I totally agree with that. And, and when when we recognize that God knows our future, then it, it helps us be uh, less stressed and anxious in the moment of trying to worry or, or stress out or, or panic about our own future. So, you know, a few things that are happening in the future is that, you know, don't miss the February 14th Lent Worship Night. It's happening all of junior high gathering together from 7 to 8.30 in the Student Center. Um, and then also we got a, a super exciting event in March. Justin, what's that? Yeah, the big epic better than the be- the best, even better than the best epic all-nighter ever, right? Am I right on this? That's right, yeah. Um, it's 60 bucks. Uh, if you need help with money, let us know. But it's going to be incredible. We're going to load buses. We're going to go place to place. The stuff we have planned is completely insane. And you're going to want to be here. This is a perfect thing to invite your friends to. If they've never been to church before, but they like staying up all night doing incredible things, then this is the perfect event for them. I, mean, I know I like staying up all night, so yeah. party time. So, uh have fun listening to week three of Stressed Out. If you have questions, let us know. So, you know, write them in, email them to us. We do the 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 series, uh, podcast, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, answering your questions because we care about junior hires and what you think and your questions. So let us know. That's right. Hey, have a great week. And remember, life is better in JHM because you are in JHM. Have a good one, guys. What up, what up? Hello, Eleven. How y'all doing today? Oh, nah, 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 nah. Y'all weak like LeBron. Let me get louder. How y'all doing today? There we go. Y'all sound like Kobe now. Okay, what's up? What's up? Hey, guys, if we haven't met yet, my name is Mark Vinzon. I oversee all of our awesome leaders and I look over life groups. Um, so if you've been following along with us, we've been, we've been in a series called Stressed Out. But y'all know me. I don't like saying things the normal way. I add a little attitude, a little bit of sass and spice into it. So I call it Stressed Out. Can y'all say it with me? Stressed Out. See, the reason we call it that way is because we believe that a lot of things in this world, shh. A lot of things in this world are trying to beg for our attention, are trying to beg for our our, our emotions, are trying to beg for our worry, and beg for everything that we have to give. And sometimes in life, we can be stressed, we can be worried, we can either be anxious, and we can even be depressed. And that's why we're talking about stress and what Jesus wants to do with the stress and worry in our life. In the first week, we talked about how we can give God our wins, the things in life that go really well, the moments in life 
life where we feel very accomplished, but we can also give him our worries because God cares about us. And then last week, Jeremy did an amazing job. He talked about how we do not need to be held captive by the lies and the names and the labels that that people put on us. And we can break those chains by declaring that we are sons and daughters of Jesus. And today we're going to talk about something that I believe no matter whether you're 65 or 16, whether you're 12 or 200, that you've probably, ah, no, 200, right? You can, you've probably worried about this or probably thought about this or have probably been stressed out by this. And that is your future. And that's your future. I feel we all stress and worry about our future. Maybe for some of you, something that you stress about, stress out about regarding your future is your grades. You'll wonder if you'll do enough to pass the class, that you'll do enough to get a really good grade on that project that you have to do. Or maybe for you, you really stress out about if you're going to make the team or if you're going to hit that goal when the, when the coach really needs you to, or if you're going to hit that jump shot that your coach really wants you to hit. Or maybe for some of you, it's the, it's the worry and stress that wonders if your parents are still going to stay together. I know for me, the thing that I worry about in the future has always been, am I going to be the man that my dad wants me to be? Am I going to be successful the way my dad wants me to be? And I, am I going to be brave enough like my dad wants me? That's what I think about when I think about my future and I stress about my future. But when it comes to our future... Jesus has something to offer. I think it's going to be on the screen right here. When it comes to our future, Jesus has something to offer. So before we get started, will you bow your heads and pray with me? Jesus, thank you. Um, Thank you for gathering us together today, God. But more importantly, God, thank you that you want to speak to us, God. That we don't just hear you through worship, we don't just hear you through prayer, but we hear you through your word, God. So anything that Mark has to say, anything that I have to say, God, would you just make it drop to the floor? And God, any word that you want to speak to us with, will you give it to us so we can carry it into our past, into our present, and into our future, God? May your words be the only words that we hear today. We pray this in your name, and everybody said... Amen, amen. If you have a Bible, if you have a phone app, go ahead and turn to uh, Jeremiah 29, uh, verses 11 through 13. Some of you may know this verse or these verses. Um, if, you have a, if you have a pen and some note paper, I really encourage you to take notes today. I love taking notes. Um, so this book is written by a prophet. His name is Jeremiah. He's writing, he's writing, shh, he's writing to these people who've been living in this nice city and they've been doing great. And then they just got, they just found out, they just uh, found out from Jeremiah that there's this empire called Babylon that's going to kill them all and enslave them all. So these people have been doing fine and they get this letter like, oh my gosh, you guys are all going to die in the next 70 years. So this is what Jeremiah writes to these people who are worried and stressed about their future. This is what he says. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. See, as I was thinking about what's the first thing that we should talk about when it comes to our future, when it comes to the stress and worry in our life that comes from thinking about what's going to happen next, when thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow or next year or 10 years down the line, here's the first thing that I want to say to you. First things first, that no matter who you are, Jesus says 
that you have a future. So turn your neighbor and channel your inner Oprah and say this. You have a future. No, 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 no. You got to say it like Oprah. You have a future. You have a future. You in the back. You have a future. Listen, 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 listen. If you're going to write anything down today, if you're going to remember anything, if you're going to listen to even one second of this message today, listen to this. Listen to this, that Jesus says that you have a future. I don't care if you're on Instagram during the last five minutes of this thing. At least hear this, that Jesus says that you have a future. And it's a good one because he cares about you. See, I feel like a lot of us can feel that because of what's happened to us in the past, the pain that we felt before, or the things that are happening now, it's hard for us to believe sometimes that we have a good future. And I want to tell you today that no, Jesus says that you not just have a future, but you have a great one that you can hope in. And maybe some of you have read this verse, have read Jeremiah 29. I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I totally believe that. Totally believe Jesus. Yes, okay, I'm, I'm on board with you, Mark. And if that's you, great, welcome. But if you're on this other side of like, no, Mark, things have happened. I've gone through some stuff. My parents have gotten divorced. I've been through some stress and anxiety, and I don't really believe that. I don't even know who this Jesus guy is. I kind of believe science because it tells me something different. If that's you and you're struggling and you don't think that you actually do have a good future, here's what I want to say. Welcome, because you're safe here. If that's you, I want to say welcome. That's why we have this weekend, this weekend service. That's why we have life groups and leaders, leaders like Jack and leaders like Elizabeth who want to talk to you about what having a good future means. This is a safe space for you. So if that's you, welcome. See, I think sometimes when we hear the words that you have a future, we can get really stressed out because we then start to think these two questions. What will my future be like? And will it be exactly how I picture it to be? I don't know about you, but those are the two things that I ask myself when I think and worry about my future. And I start, I start worrying and being controlled by what my future would look like. And my future starts to control me. See, we need to hope in our future, not be controlled by it. Let me say that again. We need to hope in our future, not be controlled by it. And what I'm not, what I'm not saying is this. I'm not saying that we shouldn't care about it. I'm not saying we should do things so our future is better. I'm not saying you should not never think about your future. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. We should hope in it, but we shouldn't be controlled by it. And this is what I mean. I think sometimes we can get so concerned around passing our classes, making sure that we get an A on that test or get an A on that, that, that media project that we really need to get done, that we can miss the fun and the relationships of the people around us. I think that we can get, get so focused on making sure that we practice for the game that we forget how fun the game actually is. I feel like we can get so scared that we won't be popular, that we won't be liked, that no one's ever going to follow us back. We forget about the friends who were there before we were popular. I feel like we can get so caught up in, in wondering if our parents are going to get back together that we forget the people around us who are always with us. See, my dad would be so scared that he would lose his job, that we wouldn't have enough money, that my future would be bad if he didn't work a lot. And so any, every time he would leave, I would feel like he forgot about me because he was so worried about the future. Anybody else felt like that?
See, when we, when we think about then, when we think about what's going to happen there, we forget what's going to happen here. See, when we focus too much on our future, we end up being controlled by it and we miss what's happening now. See, I don't know about you, but I do what, when I get scared and worried about my, what my future is going to be like, I try to control every single thing. All right, I want to, I'll make sure I get the good grades so I can be the student, my, uh, my, the student that my dad wants me to be. I'll make sure I practice my free throws so I'll be the athlete that my dad wants me to be. I'll make sure I, I spend enough time with my friends so I can be as popular as I hope to be one day, and I get controlled by it. And in life... I start, to try, I start to control every single thing in my life that I even try to control God in my prayers. And here's what I mean about that. See, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be getting good grades, we'll be making the team, and then something happens where we lose control. Like we get sick or we, get, we roll our ankle or we circle the wrong answer on a test and, 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 and we don't know what to do and we lose control in our life. And you know what we do? We remember, we have that moment. Oh, oh, I can pray. I can ask, I can ask for help. I can pray. Remember that moment. And so here's what our prayers sound like. Here's what our prayers sound like. And maybe your prayers sound like this. Jesus, I, Jesus, I really need your help to pass this test. Jesus, if you could just help me, I I really just, I really just want to make the team this year. I really just want to make this, make the team this year. Jesus, if you, if you can make me popular, if you can make people like me, please, Jesus, I really just want people to like me. So can you give me friends, Jesus, my, I walked in on my parents fighting God. Can you please help them stop fighting? Can you please help them stop yelling? Jesus, my dad is really sick. Can you please help him not be sick anymore? Anyone ever prayed those prayers? See, See, I try to con- control God in my prayers when I start to ask him to give me things. When I start saying, oh, you know, what? I'm losing control. God, can you give me this? And guess what? There will be that moment when he does. And there will be that moment where he answers our prayers. But then there will be a moment where it doesn't happen. Or, he, or you do fail that test. Or you do get kicked off the team. See, when we only pray about what we want or what we need, we miss something big. Turn your neighbor and say this. Don't miss it. Say it again. Don't miss it. See, listen, listen, shh, listen, listen, listen. See, sometimes you'll pray and you'll ask for something and you'll get it, but then something again happens. And so you remember, okay, I can just go back to Jesus and I could just ask him to fix this. And then you're, you're, and then he doesn't. And then your prayers start to sound like this. Jesus, I prayed. Jesus, I prayed and it didn't work. Jesus, I actually got kicked off the team. I got hurt. What happened? Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm still lonely. I thought you were going to give me friends. Jesus, my parents are divorced. Jesus, I failed my class. I thought, I thought you were going to help me. Jesus, my dad is dead. See, sometimes we treat Jesus like a genie or maybe like a vending machine or sometimes we we treat him like a parachute or like a rescue team and we only go to him when we need something or when we want something and then after that happens we totally forget see we miss something big when all we do when we pray is ask what we want or what we need
See, what if the future Jesus has for you is through the stress and worry in your life, not around it? What if the future that Jesus has for you, not the one that you imagine, not the one that you think you'll, you'll need, not the one you think will be best for you, but the one that Jesus has, the one that's better than anything you can ever imagine, the one that you can hope in, the one that's better than you can even think about right now. What if that future is not, uh, not around your pain, isn't ignoring your pain, but through it? See, what I mean, what I mean about that is this. What if... You failed your class, and when you failed your class, you finally realized that you're worth more than what your grades tell you you're worth. What if you got kicked off the team, and it was because of that moment you realized you were more than just an athlete? What if, what if when you realized how lonely you were, and you felt lonely, you opened your eyes to all the other lonely people sitting around you? What if, because you were in a divorced family, that you become the best mom and dad when you're older? What if, when you experienced your dad dying, you finally realized that you were brave and you were a man without him? See, I, um, I don't know if I, I tell a lot of stories when I, uh, when I, when I teach, and I don't know if I've ever told you guys this story. Um, so, um, I've been here now for about four years at Mariners, and before I came to junior high, I don't know if I ever told you this, but did you guys know that I was an Air Force pilot? Yeah, I think there's a picture of, yeah, there's a picture of me right there, yeah. Yeah, so before Mark wore joggers and wore hip shoes, Yeezys, and had a spike, had spiked hair, I actually was in the Air Force, and I was training to be an Air Force pilot. And that's me standing next to Colonel Reppenhagen getting an award. Um, and when I was little, I had, I had, I dreamt about my future and I worried about my future and I wanted these things. I wanted to be a hero. I wanted to do something important. I wanted to help people. I wanted to be brave. I wanted my, my dad to think that I was good enough. I wanted those things. And so I did whatever it took to make sure that I was brave and that I was a hero and that my dad saw me as a man. And so I joined the Air Force. And I did whatever it took to control my future. So I took the classes that I need. I aced every single test. I jumped in the machine that, that drove you around and around and around. And I stuck through that just so I can be strong enough to be in a, to, to be in a plane. I, I made sure that I worked out a lot so I was fit enough, that I was strong enough. And I tried to control every single part of my future. Then one day I got sick and I, and I even wanted, worrying about my, even add Jesus to it. I started to pray those prayers. Jesus, can you help me pass this test? Can you help me not throw up when I'm in that machine? Can you help me look strong enough? Can you help me not crash this test flight, Jesus? Just do that for me, please, Jesus. And I just added him to my future. And then something happened. Um, during my last year in flight school, I got really sick, not just physically sick, but mentally sick and emotionally sick. And I remember um, I got called into Colonel Reppenhagen's office and I sat down and she was in the desk. And she said, Mark, um, we've been going over your health records and uh, I hate to tell you this, but um, you won't be able to fly anymore. We actually, we actually can't have you at the school anymore. And she got up and she walked away. 
She walked out the door. And at that moment, I felt like my future walked away too. But this is what Jesus said. Jeremiah 29, 13 says this. You will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. See, growing up, I just added Jesus to my future. I just asked him to get me where I really wanted to be. I didn't really care about Jesus. The more, I didn't really care about Jesus. I cared more about where I was going. And anytime I couldn't get there, I asked Jesus for help. See, Jesus just sat in the co-pilot seat while I flew the plane. And then finally, when I lost control, finally, when I tried to pull the parachute and nothing happened, I realized that I was putting my future first and Jesus was second. See, when my future walked out, Jesus walked in. See, this whole time I was asking Jesus for rewards. I was asking Jesus for a quest. But he gave me something so much more. So here's the big idea. No matter our past, well, sorry, when it comes to your future, when it comes to your past, your present, or your future, Jesus offers you relationship, not just requests or rewards. See, I was asking him for things. I was asking him for help. I was asking him for a reward. But what he, what he really wanted to give me was something way more valuable, and that was himself. And as I feared, when I heard that I was no longer going to be a pilot, I started to ask myself, God, am I still going to be brave? Am I still going to be a hero? Am I still going to be liked by my father? Will I still be able to help people? And he looked at me and he said, yes. You know what, Mark? You're important. Because I say you're important. And you're a man because I say you're a man. See, I don't know where you are. Maybe you're worrying about your future. Maybe you're worrying about what it's going to be like. And I'm here to tell you that today, Jesus cares about your, your future. And he wants to walk with you to get to it. Will you guys do me a favor? Just stand up wherever you are. Stand up right now. I'm going to invite the band up here. Wherever you are right now, just hold out your hands just like this. And I just want to pray over you. I just want to pray for you. I want to pray for the futures in this room. I want to pray for the presence in this room. I want to pray for the past in this room. Just wherever you are, just bow your heads right now. Jesus, I just want to say thank you. God, I want to say thank you that even when we try to control our future, you don't walk away. God, I want to say thank you that even when we're worried or stressed or we try to do things ourselves, you don't walk away. God, I, God, I thank you that even when, when things happen that you don't want to happen, you still don't walk away. But God, that you run towards us, you draw near to us, and you come to us. God, whatever's happened in our past, God, would you come to us? God, whatever's happening now in the present, would we be reminded that you're right here with us? And would we be reminded that even in our future, you are going to be with us? So God, I pray that over the students in this room. I pray that over the leaders in this room. I pray that for the parents in this room, for the adults in this room. I pray for our futures and for the reminder that you give us relationship. God, we pray this in your name. And everybody said... Amen. God, would you guys stay and worship with me as the band is here?